Yo, what's good up, filter love people? It's your guy, Calisthenics Gonzalez from Heaven to Earth to me to you and settle it all in love. I'm the Freedom Coach, and you're listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. So, today, 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 we got a special guest coming in here. New album just dropped. Yeah. A lot of things going on. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What up, man? It's your boy, Charles, man. So, you're just gonna be that smooth the whole time? Like, this ain't no date nap. This ain't Instagram, Facebook yeah, yeah. dating or whatever. Yeah, hey, what's up, boy? It's your boy. <laughs> I mean, you have to speak up for the people to hear you. Yeah, I be chilling, bro. So, yeah, this your boy, Charles, man. I had to get closer. <laughs> That's it? What a, uh, what oh, okay. So, <laughs> this already started off funny as hell. Childs, yeah, where yeah. you from? What you do? Why you yeah. here? What's up? Talk to the people. Yeah, I just uh, just dropped my new project. As he's man. making ex- excessive noise. So y'all probably can't hear it over the plastic. It's like, it's like being in church or something. <laughs> That's for the Simpsons. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I just guy. dropped this album, man. Uh, Transition. Amac back here making excessive noise. You know these are the kids that got pinched in church. <laughs> uh, uh, I had to sit down with my guy Kev, though. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm from I'm from North of Virginia. Uh, I've been rapping for a minute, probably about eight years, uh, off and on. But we lit down, man. Alright, so your first project, about 2012, right? Uh, I wouldn't count that, but yeah, it did. You wouldn't count that? No. Actually, that wasn't bad. I, uh, Damn. I went back and listened to it. I speak getting plays on that shit. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't bad. So, Jeez. from 2012 to 2020, mm-hmm. what's been your biggest change? Uh, Like... Changing what though? Changing your approach, changing your art, changing oh, okay. your style. So yeah, when I when I started when I started uh, rapping, I did it. We can cuss. It's unfiltered love radio. Right. So that you know, my audience, I always like to remind them we are listening to unfiltered love radio. Um, the words you may hear may not be for all audiences or viewers. However, here on unfiltered love radio, we let the artist be the artist. Yeet. So yeah, I started with the uh, I started for the bitches. You know what I'm saying? Okay. For the, uh, and I don't say, you could just say that, but yeah. Because look, I seen, I seen the reaction that from people that was trash getting love. And mm-hmm. I was like, dang, let me try this shit. Plus my homeboys and them was rapping. So you kind of just fell right into the swing of things. Yeah, a follower. So who, <laughs> and this is like such a corny question. I hate asking it, but. I've listened to just about all of your albums. And so well, you have a certain sound. Okay. So who helped you develop that sound? And who are these artists that you kind of follow? Because I think I know the answer. But I, I feel like I need you to tell me because I'm like, yo, if you don't say these, like at least these two well, people, I'm going to freak out. All right. So I started rapping because I heard Drake. Okay. And I was like, dang. Why? Because you light skin, that nigga light skin, so y'all just like, it's a light skin thing. Did you have the hands going too? He was talking about bitches. I was like, he wasn't talking about them. He was trying to get to their emotional being. He's like, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to cry on the album. He won't like I'm I'm the biggest Drake fan, but. Yeah, uh, DMX and I'm like I was I can't rap that murder shit I love it I like when they talk about <laughs> it but when I heard Drake I was like oh you can be regular mm. even though it was people like Common and all that out there yeah already. cause I'm like but he was them niggas rapidy rap like Drake rapidy was, rap yeah yeah so, so Drake, look, y'all learned some new vernacular here today <laughs> <laughs> these niggas rapidy rap 
But Drake was like, he said a line that I was like, yo, I just told this bitch this shit. What was the line? I don't you remember? remember that shit. You don't? But I just remember relating to the guy so hard, so then I got started. Okay. But, uh, damn, what was your question again, bro? Oh, who inspired <laughs> me? So he he was the reason I started. But down the line, when I started getting competitive and mm-hmm. maturing, like, I listened to, like, the Coles and the, the Kendricks and, uh, you know, people that. So you said one of the people, and I'm really pissed off you to say Big Sean, because I feel like your last two projects, you almost sound exactly like bro, and it's scary to me because that's one of my favorite artists. So sometimes you come on in my car, uh-huh. and I'll be like, who the hell this ain't? And I'll be like, I remember this song on the album that I realized it's not Big Sean, it's you. That's crazy. Like, real talk. I was just doing this last night. I listened to me for like a song that I cut on Big Sean right after. It's insane, right? Do you don't feel like you sound like bro? Nah, you are crazy, bro. You like I don't, I won't say you have an identical sound, but your energy matches his. What? The 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 vibe the vibe of like each of your songs, especially on this new project. I'll um, it, especially my favorite song on the project so far uh, was well, actually the intro, but Revelation. Uh, Revelation is one of those songs. They like I I had it on repeat like. For a few times, oh man! In the last couple of days, I was like, "Yo, this is kind of this is kind of dope." Cause this, uh, I don't know, that song just kind of hit me out of all the songs. Who knows? It might change over time. So you listen to Unfiltered Love Radio. We'll be right back. All right, we back. So we, it's your boy Kalissa, talking to Charles. New project. Tell us about this new project. Like, we're. we're it's, it's it's a it's a it's a full story. Facts, like all right. So, damn. At first, the, at first, the, now I, I want to get stuck on this project forever because I got other stuff to talk <laughs> to you about. And so don't don't sit here and give us a whole two hour Marvel Titanic ass story. Hey. Just tell us, you know, <laughs> the the the, the nitty gritty. Friday, <laughs> but uh, the jump came from just. Well, I'm gonna start with how I was about to say this shit though. <laughs> the uh, the first album was called "The Winter Is Coming." Kyle watching Game of Thrones, and I was just so attached to it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, "The album about to be the Winter Is Coming." Winter came, shit never happened. <laughs> winter came and things. That, I don't even watch Game of Thrones, but I know when Winter came, something happened. It did. It did show the show ended. Not, not for me. But uh, when I came. I went and quit my job, and I was watching uh, Breaking Bad. I probably had, like, two songs recorded or whatever that I was going to use. But I was watching Breaking Bad again, and I saw a scene on there that made made me relate to the, the main character, Walter, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, that's that's the transition right there. That's what the... Because I, I went through a transition. Oh, so that's where transition comes from. Right. It, it, Got but, it. I mean, I don't relate to him on some drug shit, but I relate to him on some, yo, I got to feed my family type shit. And right. And I looked at, you know, what he went through or whatever. And that's what I did a little bit. You know, I started with quitting my job, and I'm just putting 100% in now. So with that process of, because that's kind of, we're talking about black creativity this month, and we're talking about how black people step out on what we think is 
going to be our livelihood and what we're going to do for the rest of our lives because you know like i always say we're millennials we're not going to work for somebody for 20 years right. somebody's not going to be our boss and keep telling us what the hell to do yep. that's just not our attitude and our motivation what was that what was that like thinking that i'm going to quit and i'm not going to have like a stable paycheck coming in every two weeks or uh it was hard because all i could think about is my son for real because if i don't pay that daycare he can't go there facts if i don't come through period if i can't pay my rent i'm dead you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like, i don't got none of this so in my head this is how i put it together though i said i've been playing it safe for years look how far i then came you know with my money management and just being able to so money management you already had money saved before you quit yeah oh so not, not, don't just go quit your damn job without <laughs> already having a plan because that's you know that's the stuff I want you to tell people you know facts facts yeah I, I mean I ain't just jump out there but it was still scary scary as hell but mm -hmm. I was like I've been playing it smart for years and I got this far so let me see how it'll be if I don't got that safety I think I'm gonna go harder mm -hmm. you know what I mean so and so so far how long ago was that uh, October October so from October to February what has been like. The hardest thing to kind of grasp is it because you know you, you're so we're so routine and we're like creatures of habit, right? Right. So what's been the hardest thing to be like? Uh, just scared still. That still. Yeah, because every day, any day could be different for you. Mm. Like I'm not making money every single day like how I used to clock in, but it just being just knowing that it, I could see if I had like enough money where I could take a year off. Right. I won't be thinking about that shit, but every day I'm thinking about next month, next month. I'm it's still paycheck to paycheck in my head. Got it. But. So you say you're not making money every day, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know. I'm gonna turn this probably to a financial literacy <laughs> class because <laughs> that I mean that is a class that is something that I love. You know. So you say you're not making money every day, but you're making money. Mm -hmm. So did you have a figure in your mind that you have to make every month? Of course. So. How do you know, how do you reach that goal? I mean, well, there's, I mean, I do little small stuff in between. Okay. You know, but it's a hit or miss. There's no mm. guarantees. So, so between October and now, have you not reached that goal? Oh, yeah, yeah. And what has happened? I get the, I mean, I'm good. You survived, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, because that's, that's what I, that's what I want to say. Like, sometimes we're afraid to step out on the things that we are gifted in and talented in, but I do believe our gift does make room for us and that eventually you'll make, you'll make time for what's important and that time would afford you the lifestyle you want to live. Right. You're going to go through your hardships in the beginning, the doubt, mm -hmm. scary shit, but you just... You're listening to Unfiltered Love Financial Literacy. We'll be right back. So we back. We just had like a little financial literacy class. Uh, Charles gave y'all some some good old advice of how to uh, manage your money and have a damn plan so you can step out and do what you got to do to be where you want to go. So time, what do you do with your time? Uh, or how do you use time management? Because, you know, you don't have nobody telling you, hey, bro, you got to clock in. You got to do X, Y, and Z. Right. You're your own you're your own entity at this point. But, so that, that's my mentality. If I if I gave the job eight hours a day mm -hmm. with no, with, without crying to nobody, uh, bitching about anything, 
I should be able to give myself at least five or six now. So facts. So I still wake up early in the morning. I still I do got a task list, agenda, whatever. And then after those couple hours up, I'm on my feet up. So you just chill? Yeah. So let's get off of the money thing real quick. Um your 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 vibe, the vibration you give out and the the message you wanna send, what is that? Uh, far as like music or just like just you as a as uh, a person. As a person, yeah. Uh, take a chance, man. Sometimes people just be so scared, and I be like, "Yo, it's somebody doing worse." Mm. So we're way less. <laughs> exactly. So you got all the strength. You got you know your intelligence. Use them shits. So now, how do you take that and put it into your music? I'm always telling people in my music, like, fuck everything and get it on your own. So that that's, you can listen to any project and get that idea that, yo, know, it's nobody going to do it like you do it for yourself. So you believe that you as a single entity mm-hmm. by yourself get everything done. So basically you saying you self-made. Pretty much, but go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, you... I understand the working class, mm-hmm. but don't get stuck in it because them people making way more money off you than what they paying you. Facts. But how do you, because I don't believe any of us, I can't become a billionaire by myself. I need somebody else who is a billionaire to teach me the mindset, the tricks, and the trades of a billionaire. Now, I'm going to finesse it and do it way different than they've right. done it, but I, but learning those things. So, like, who do you go to to learn to learn this entrepreneurial lifestyle that you're living? Uh, nobody. Like, I just... You just wing it every day? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I do, like, you know, I do listen to podcasts. Too. Oh, I was like, about to say, you don't read books, you don't, you're on YouTube. Yeah, people with money, you know what I mean? Right. I, I like to hear... How they got it or what kind of discipline they needed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's just for years, like for years, I always worked two jobs. Okay. So then I'm going to say I probably worked two jobs for about eight years. And then my last job, I finally could just work one job. I finally actually made enough. And then, you know, after seeing just how people just take advantage of your hard work and all that and, you know. I was like, you know, fuck all, all y'all, because y'all, y'all don't care for real. And so, I, so, did you give a two-week notice? I did. You well, did? Actually, I did, I did. You did? It was some kind of notice. Well, so it might have not yeah, been two weeks. It won't two weeks, but... So, was. I'm one of these people, like, um, actually, my job has a lot going on this week, and then actually the last two weeks, mm-hmm. and one of the girls was like, I want to get out of here, and I was like, don't give their ass a two-week notice. I just don't believe because if we live in this state where they can fire you at any given moment. And I've been fired a couple of times. So after the last time I got fired a few years ago, I decided I'm never giving nobody a damn two week notice. So the next job I took, I didn't even, nothing was even bad at the job. I just wanted to see how does it work if I send the email and be like, effective immediately. (laughs) I'm out of here. Just like they do you, right? Right. Because they don't tell you like, hey, bro, we're about to fire you in two weeks. So make sure you're, nah, you fired. And then, you know, you get sick or anything and, you know, God forbid, they just let you go then. I advise everybody, don't work hard at work. (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute you gotta explain that one bro no bro they gonna they gonna pat you on your back 
and say, do it again. They not going to put nothing on your paycheck. They not going to give you no kind of dinner, nothing. <laughs> but what about the jobs that do do that? It's not many. So I work, I guess I work for a good organization. Right. That, uh, we do, we do get a little more than a pat on the back. Um, not all the time. Sometimes it has to be like, an, I'm the nudger, like, hey, did you thank your employees this month? You know, because I think it has to be somebody to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I always say work stupid, mm-hmm. work stupid and work smart. So I don't know anything. As soon as a person comes to my, a director <laughs> or somebody comes to my office and I'm in that same position, right? And they'll say, I'll be like, oh, I don't know. I don't even know what the state required for that. Yeah, yeah, and because you know why? The moment I know something, they always go, hey, Kel, could you go train on this? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm yeah. like, my dumb self, like, oh, yeah. sure. Why not? Thinking like, damn, I just added another two hours on to yeah. my work day where if I just say I don't know. And been home. And been home. Chill. I fuck with that though. You listen to Unfilter Love Radio. We'll be back. Mm-hmm. Yo, 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 what's good, Unfilter Love people? It's your guy can listen because I listen from heaven to earth to me to you. Y'all know the rest of the story. So, we talking about, we. I don't know how we start talking about jobs and stuff. That was not my intent for this conversation, but I'm happy we did because I do think it's people out there. That's working for people and working jobs and being stressed out and damn near losing their life, you know, and their health yeah. um, for other people. So I think it's important. So when it comes to health, like, do you have a health routine? Or uh, I don't got no routine, uh, but I do notice that working out puts me in a positive mood for some reason. Mm. Like it makes, I think they call it endorphins or something. I don't know mm-hmm. the yeah. Yes. But it's real that if you work out. It just it makes you feel better. You gonna hurt, but your your mental your mental health gets happy for some reason, and that's real. Get your ass up and run or something. <laughs> yes, make sure you do thirty minutes of cardio or something a day. Um, but that's right. It's that pleasure zone. So your dopamine and endorphins they're they're hitting the synapses mm-hmm. and it's going on. And as that's going on. What it does, it releases the toxins from your body. Oh. So that's why you feel better because you ain't got, you ain't weighed down with all the toxins, and then you're not really stressing over nothing while you're working out. You're usually pissed off that either you're pissed off you're working out or you're happy you're working out. But the main thing is you're focusing on the workout. Yeah. So, so you don't really have a health routine. You don't do none of that. No. Um, Drink soda. Oh no, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this man just said put acid and poison in your body, which is fine. You could do that. So, when when it's all said and done, your legacy and all that, what you want to be remembered? How you want to be remembered? Uh, shit. I ain't never thought about that, man, because I need to get motherfuckers to listen. But that's the but, thing, you know? You said you need to get people to listen, but you've been doing it since 2012. Somebody's listening. That's, look, when you're not, <laughs> I ain't been consistent in them, uh, them eight years, mm-hmm. but... I'm all, I preach now to just be consistent because when have you seen consistency fail? When, mm. did, when did consistency... Even if it sucks, right? Right. Even if it's trash, when did consistency not work? Because we got a lot of trash-ass artists give these me, days. Give me an example. Uh, you know what I mean? But I'll give you a hundred. Tell me somebody that stopped and it worked. Dr. Dre. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, this nigga ain't had an hour. Uh, like, wrote the question <laughs> down, y'all. I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> so, all right. So that's cool. That's your legacy. 
What so going into 2020, what was the what was like your motto for the year? Do you have mottos? Do you have like uh I think my albums so every every title means something. Mm-hmm. So the trans like all right before uh transitions it was if I knew then what I know now. I mean I did do something called Taraji, but that was a remake. But I called it if I knew then what I know now because it's like all right, I know what the fuck I, I got some of the answers now. Ah. So there's no reason for me to do this shit how I did it before because I know now. And you know, I call it if I knew then what I know now. Coming into transitions, I am transitioning in my life. There is stuff going on that's changing. And that's what that's what this year is about. So converting. So when you're going through this transition time and you're you're deciding best methods, best steps, all that good shit, what what is it that you just go, this keeps this keeps me going when I don't feel like doing it? Because you said uh, you haven't been consistent, right? Right. So how, why this time? Uh there's no plan B. I mm. can't I can't see me doing anything else in my future. It's like, yo, if this don't work. I can't fill out an application, my nigga. I can't go into working at McDonald's. Not knocking people that do. I filled out an app there. Right. But I can't go there no more. I can't go be level one when I was working at level five and ten already. I can't start mm. back over in the work field. So I got to make this shit work. And I got to do it with my team and on my own. So you have a team? Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. So you're not self-made all the way because you got a team. I got counterparts. But that's the thing—you got partnerships, right? So yeah. yeah. So that, but that's the that's the point. Like, I think we, I think a lot of people think they can do it all on their own. Uh And me being an entrepreneur, I learned that shit the hard way. Right. Like, uh, hey, bruh, you can probably do all of this, but it's only 24 hours in a day. So it's probably faster if you kind of work with somebody who could do it. Probably not to your standard, but. They can at least get it done. You can be like, yo, could you just fix this, fix that? Instead of you sitting there trying to do it all by yourself. But at the end of the day, you know, you still got to make them choices right. on your own. Because you got to look at you in the mirror at the end of the day. They but, it, but it frees up your time, right? It, it does helps. free up your time. It helps. It yeah, because I don't know. Like, I can sit there and I'll do a graphic for like nine hours. And I'll be like, damn, I didn't even edit the show. Mm. And editing the show is, to me, the bigger thing because that's what people are going to hear, right? But I'm so focused on, why do this person, I look like this on this picture. Yeah. Why don't these words, like, and that's important, but it's not as important as the actual content. Right. So, so yeah. So, you get this team. You didn't, How did you even develop a team? Uh, just, yes, in the game. Uh, it ain't no huge team or nothing, but I, I did... You know, get the relationships throughout the years, people that I can really trust, and we all got the same vision, and we all want to go about it the same way. That's important, too. So that that's good you say that, because as you can see my board, I keep that shit right there for the rest of the time, probably. It says, write the vision. Mm-hmm. Did Was it a written vision, or was it a vision that you just kind of imagined, and you were just like, oh, this is kind of how I see myself moving, and the, I see these people moving with me? It wasn't written. Uh, we just all know that we all want to, you know, be in a better spot. We all don't want to have to clock in for it. Mm-hmm. And we all want to really, we all like this music thing. We all want to do that music. So we know what we got to do. 
if we gonna fucking make this shit work. Facts. You listen to Unfiltered Love Radio. I might come back. I might not. Now nah, I'm coming back. <laughs> so we back. We talking. We vibing. The song True Colors. Oh. On your project. Facts. Where'd that come from, bro? Uh. And I gotta keep it a bean. It. Well, it's just really talking to, like, it's a female that tried to change me, right? Uh, yeah. So, you know, after a while, and I was letting it rock for a minute, you know what I'm saying? I was changing up in some more shit. So, after a while, I'm like, yo, I'm not being myself. Mm. And I was disgusted with it. I was like, y'all really changed for this bullshit. And I really was doing dumb shit. <laughs> so that's where the idea came from, though. You know, always you you want to know person true colors, and you want to you want to accept them colors, flaws, all that shit, pros cons. So I want to play to people a section of the song because it's a part of it. It's a part of it that I, I vibe with, and I think I put it on the right. Hopefully, I got it already cued to the right thing. But it's a, it's a part I vibe with. So I want y'all to uh, listen to these words. Tell me if y'all feel them. I'm just chilling, but I'm spitting some real shit that I really want y'all to get. I just heard it. For, I can agree on that one. Oh, okay. Well, back to the first five minutes of our conversation where he tried to lie to me. But anyway, um, yeah, that part right there, bro. It's something about that part. Like, I promise I was in the car and I was like, oh, you played. I thought you fought with it. You played the expose me. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> chill out, chill out. No, 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 no. I was listening to that. I don't know. That line hit. Those lines hit me. He said he playing to expose. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> this shit was a setup. <laughs> <laughs> who? Set up by who? Uh, go ahead. This nigga working with you. 
Look, see, hey, back then, did it already? Did I don't know? I feel like he'd have filled your head up. <laughs> it was like, nah, don't tell this nigga nothing. I had some gentleman Jack. But yeah, that that I don't know that part of the song at that part. I don't know something about it. I was just like, yeah, you can't change me. Like, who the hell you think you are? Yeah, you was yeah, cool at first. Like, so I don't know. I just I that resonated with me. A few of the songs, like I was really like, okay, okay, telling like this whole good story right here. But is so is that a part of transitioning though? Yeah, being like coming out of like different relationships and. Being able to, like, I guess, see people's true colors. N- not even romantic relationships, but just friendships nah, I, or whatever. I did, I did discover, like, that's the transition, like, the whole life thing, maturity. Like, I just, even in the verse, I discovered, like, a female that was worth it. Like, what? why was I sitting there trying to be somebody I'm not? This is what you want to be with, somebody that accepts you, and you don't got to walk on eggshells and mm. shit. Fuck off, no matter how they look. That's facts. I'm going to leave it on that note right there. Y'all know what it is. All right, so let's get to the nitty-gritty. Production. Um, You live in Virginia. Right. So being in Virginia, a lot of the times... It's funny because uh, it's an artist that's coming after you and an artist that came before you to do a podcast. They both were really concerned about like their music doesn't sound the way that they want it to sound. Do you run into that problem? Uh, and I hope they don't be mad. Like, I know it was like a conversation yeah. we was having. But like... Nah, you, <laughs> and then, you saying like, do I ever not like my shit? Not, not not like your shit, but like, you have a vision and a sound in your head and you go to like these different engineers or these studios and it just doesn't come out the way that you want it. Or did you already know that you had a studio you went to and it was just perfect from day one? Because where the hell is that? Yeah, I, well, I record all my own shit. I got ah. the studio in the house, so... So maybe I need to send these people to you. You could. Nah, nah, for real. <laughs> I don't want to buy my crib. If I can get them some pointers, though, you know, I can help them. Yeah, because... So what I'm, what I'm finding is a lot of people are asking me, man, you talk to a lot of artists and stuff, where are the studios around here? Where is the... And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I go... I know who I go to, like, when I want something done. Right. Um... But that's all I know. And I've been to 53 studios in the 757 area, and I've only had two singles out. So what does that tell you? That you ain't working. No, I'm working. (laughs) (laughs) You know, get the hell out of here, bro. I'm working. I just... (laughs) He said that. You've been to 53, you got two's up? Yeah, but it's probably probably not as many as 53, but I've been to like... Yeah, it's at least... Because I keep a list. But it's at least 22, legit 22 studios that I paid for time and it would sound like, either sound like crap, the vibe wasn't there, the energy was off and I was like, I can't even finish the session, niggas are still in the booth, why I'm, why it's my time, I'm like, yo, get out the booth, I paid for this time. Check this out, it's, it looks like you got a studio here. We ain't gonna talk about what I got now. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not an engineer though. Like I'm a, I'll make a reference track here. Yeah. But like I, um. Oh, okay. Then. Yeah, I can do reference tracks. But when it comes to engineering and actually right, putting right. it out yeah, to make yeah, it yeah, radio ready or whatever, yeah, yeah. that's a that's a whole different yeah, level. So you just do it yourself and then yeah. you just put it out and then. At YouTube University. Yeah. They got classes for free. And nine out of ten, they got exactly what you need. So, what about the equipment? Is it expensive? Is it what? what, what? Mm-hmm. My mic was three hundred. 
the computer was 300 and the pop filter, not the pop filter, but the filter on the back of the I was about to say pop filter was 21. <laughs> That's an expensive one. It's shit like $80. So $680. Okay. And you don't have to pay for no more studio time. The mother- oh, yeah. Pro Tools was probably like $70. It was bootleg, but it worked like like it's brand new. <laughs> you got 12? No, I got 10. Okay. I mean, 10, 10. Hey, 10, 12. They kind of both did the same thing. So, you're, you're, we talked about your body. Let's talk about your mind. What mindset? What mindset do you have going into like a project? Uh, hey, this shit again, pretty much. Like I'd be like, damn, I got to do it. I got to do better. <laughs> <laughs> this shit again. I got. I gotta go be creative. You feel me? <laughs> hey. What the hell, God? God, why did you tell me to be creative? Why did you give me a brain to think? Damn it, I gotta use it. Hey, that's, how, that's how I feel, bro. So, uh-huh. people know I got to cut the world off to fucking get to my shit. You know so, is that the hard part? Like, not being able to be as social as you want to? Uh, no, nah, that's... I actually enjoy it. But in the frustrating part is writing music. That's the only thing. What you mean, writing music? It's like, uh, you want to be... You want to outdo your last shit. Mm-hmm. So, in order... You got to do better. You got to be a better you than when you was before. When at that time you thought it don't get no better than this. <laughs> so you feel like this project that you just came out with is better than everyone that came before it? That yeah. you done? Yeah. Oh, and I, and I, I don't grade it by lyricisms and all that shit. I grade so how do you, the, I go off of what that, what that mood was. This is an adult album to me. And I said my last year is not as dark because I was an adult, but I really, like, I feel like I really grew up on this shit. Mm. And that's hard to keep creating that, to, to show people that, yo, you really growing, my nigga. That shit, that shit tough. I got you. I, I kind of I feel that. So, cutting people off ain't the problem. Lyricism ain't the problem. So, do you have to, like, deep get into, let's just go to the spirit. You got to get into, like, a spiritual realm of... What you're doing? How do you do yeah. you meditate? Do you how do you prep, how do you prep for that uh, moment? I guess you cut off all the negativity first. But how do you know what's negative? How do you figure? Because sometimes it'd be negative shit, but you don't really know it's negative, right? The people that you come in contact with, how you know they negative? Because they not talking about shit. <laughs> <laughs> this man is funny as hell tonight. I don't know why. <laughs> like you not talking about nothing. You just want to talk about the bad shit in your life and just want somebody to hear. So you don't want to hear nobody else negativity. So you can't do my job. He's no, like, I ain't been nobody's no, counselor. Do it, blood. Man, not I, if I'm trying to create. Yeah. Cause your shit just gonna bring me down. <laughs> so now, now you write about they sad ass <laughs> stories and they problems. Nah, nah. So now you about the right country music. Cause you gotta hear about hey, what they going that's through. That's exactly how that shit sound. Okay, so but that's number one. Cut off the negative people. Then what? And then you know, just get everybody on the same page. Look, I'm gonna be missing for some days. Whether you're female, your kids, your mama. <laughs> I'm just trying to get this shit together. You can't, you can't go missing on the babies. Hey, if the baby mama right. You know, <laughs> Damn, <not> bro. <laughs> All right, then what? And then I just sit back and I just, I, well, first I, I do listen to music though, cause that's where I got hella albums. So mm-hmm. I gotta be getting new inspiration, new inspiration. And it's, the inspiration is so trash now. I gotta keep pulling shit. So from the that, 90s. that was, that's funny. Cause that's what I was going to ask. 
Where do you where do you get that inspiration from? Yeah, I be I be having to pull shit from the early nineties and two thousands. So how do you that so that's that's always crazy to me when I hear people say that, right? So how do you listen to like you know, I'll just say my favorite. How do you listen to Pac and pull something from Pac but still be relevant in 2020? Because this nigga died in 1996. You know what I mean? Sometimes what niggas be talking about, it'll spark something. Okay. You know what I mean? Or even a word. I might hear a word that sparks something. But So let me give you a word to spark something and be creative right now. So, uh, stuck. That word negative. I don't I can't do negative stuff. And, and why does it have to be negative? <laughs> it's, it's shit why, why does why does stuck have to why does it have to be a negative word? Because it just sounds like you fucked up. So are we not the creators and architects of of words? I'm the creator of moods. Okay, so vibe. so what's your mood right now? What's your vibe right now? Uh shit. I'm chilling. Okay, give us some creative off of your chilling vibe. Give you something creative. Like what you want the idea? You want a million dollar? I'm sure. Okay. However you want to do it. I believe that one day people will be able to meet each other in a virtual world and be able to touch each other and feel each other. It's coming. Nigga, it's called Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you meet people in the virtual world every. I'm like, where's he going with this? Hey, it's called Instagram. Well, nah, you can't touch people on the ground. You really can. I feel like I touch people's lives if I have a positive message or something to say. They be like, yo, bro, I felt that. All right, bet. If you go crying on, if you go live right now and start crying, it's some female who be like, you come over here, blah blah. blah. Uh, right. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. I think people are stupid to do that. So I mean, I do too, cause they just or they seeking attention. Yeah. Like I, I don't see myself going into my screen. I don't know. And one of those moments, like you know, life is just. But so you know, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a person. They're gonna be like, yo, what you just said? Hey, come see me. Or yeah, but you know what? Cause that's true. Because if I, it's celebrities that do that sometime, and I'll go in their DMs and be like, yo, you need a counselor. Hey, <laughs> look, I, look. I, at the end of the day, I'm a salesman. I gotta make money for my business. You know what I'm saying? I'm filter love LLC will take care of all of your needs. If you need a course, I will send it to you. And here's the amount. You look. We gotta. We gotta sell, right? You never know. You never know. And one day, one of them gonna be like, "All right, bro." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm gonna yeah, go. You my number, nigga. You old, nigga. Exactly. So, in closing, like, what would you tell people that's that's going into the position you're going in, or that's trying to make music that hadn't been doing it for a long time, or that want to do it? Because mm-hmm. because you're talking about pulling inspiration from here, but you're being inspirational. Right, because right? Right. if it's, if all the inspiration is crap, so that means you gotta you gotta kind of be that catalyst of inspiration right now. Right. So how are you doing that, and how would you tell other people to kind of do the same thing you're doing? I just tell people, look, man, just stop being scared and don't have no excuses. Stop being scared and don't give yourself an excuse, because that's what a lot of this shit is is fear. And I'm not saying go jump off the damn cliff. But, you know, you got to create a plan, believe in it, and execute it. That's it, man. That's it? 
Hey, that's it. Get it on your own, man. Dot com. So it's funny because you say that. <laughs> you say that and this is all I hear. Uh-huh. This is all I heard when you said that. That's the same beat. I feel like you could have wrote the song. Maybe I did. Maybe you did. I I, I think I, I really think Charles is a big shot. Um, Ghost Rider over here, bro. Oh, okay. I really think this is this nigga's voiceover or something. Sean, I know you stealing from my guy right here. Get it. But yeah. That didn't sound like him on that, though. Well, when he starts rapping, I didn't let the rap part play. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you. I'm oh, telling so you. Weird. Yeah. Well, it was good talking to you, bro. I appreciate I, it. I appreciate it, bro. Thanks. Make sure you pull up, come back again. New well, projects. You listen to Filter Love Radio. I'll be back with your moment of inspiration. Yo, what's good, Filter Love people? Yes, we're back. We're back. We're back. Man, awesome conversation with Childs, man. I appreciate bro for coming through, for sharing his music, his art, his thought process, what is his mind, body, and, and spirit for like the things that he does. One of the things that he kept saying that really stood out to me, and I hope it stood out to you guys too, is to be fearless. Do things afraid. You may not have the whole plan. You may not have the whole thing. You may not have all the steps. But if you're financially secure, and he has said he had worked two jobs for like eight years and just consistently going and knowing that I'm not going to do this forever, he started planning slowly but surely until eventually he says, you know what? F it. I'm not going to work for somebody. I'm going to work for myself. And I'm going to give myself just as much time, if not more, of than what I gave other people. And sometimes I think we have to do that. Sometimes I think we have to really believe and trust in our gifts because it will make room for you. It will create a space for you that hasn't been created. You may do things that people have never done before. So that looks scary to everybody else. But for you, you have to absolutely understand and know that, yes, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And this is how it's going to work. And then putting yourself out there and introducing yourself is what we kind of talked about Um, as we were wrapping up um, in between the sets. But do things afraid. Have a plan. Man, have some money. It ain't everything, but it sure does help. It ain't everything, but it sure does help. So, you know, say this with me. Say, I will do things afraid, and I will be successful. I will do things afraid, and I will be successful. I will do things afraid, and I will be successful. So like we always say around here, until next time, be free and live your mega life.